Hey friends. Hey friends. Welcome back to another episode of And Friendship. I'm Lou. I'm Toyin. And we're here to do a special episode, y'all. We're on the couch. We're comfy. Yes, real We're comfy. talking through your dilemmas. Yes. I know. It took us a while, but we're going to go through a lot of them today. Yes. So if you have new dilemmas, be sure to submit them on the link. You can find it in our bio or even in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. So um, how are you feeling? Feeling good. We read some of these and we were like, oh, yeah. these are intense. Yeah. So get ready, get comfy. Yeah. Grab something warm to drink if you like that. But yeah. LOL. <laughs> All right, y'all. First dilemma, what would you do if you had a friend that you have invited to all your birthday parties for several years, but they have never invited you to any of their birthday parties? This is a person that you see on a very, very regular basis, and you have years of history together. Do you just take the hint that they don't like you and stop inviting them or have a conversation about it or what? It's also weird because it's like, are we friends? Do you like me? What don't you like about me? It's actually weird for me not to invite them to celebrate my birthday because we see each other so regularly and are very friendly and have close, close mutual friends. Would you have a conversation or just let it go and accept that they don't like you? Ooh, I that's, mean, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't say they don't like you. Yeah, don't you. like you is a bit of a jump. Yeah. Like, I don't think you, they don't like you. Because they're not inviting you to um, their, their birthday, birthday parties. parties. But are they inviting you to other places? Or are you guys going out to other places? I, okay, for me, I take being invited a little seriously like if someone invites you somewhere yeah. yeah yeah or or if i'm not invited oh okay yeah um because i tend to when i have big things um like my birthday or graduation just big milestones or mm-hmm. like celebrations i tend to invite i start off small then i grow then i grow then i grow i invite up i end up inviting a lot of people yeah um and so on the other end of it, I tend to not get invited mm. sometimes um, to the people who I just invited you to my thing. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, that's weird. And it makes me think like, oh, um, maybe we're not as close as I thought we were. Yeah. But not that they don't like me. Yes. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think it kind of shows like, okay, we're not as close because if that's their boundary where like they're inviting whoever they deem as their close friends or we don't know because sometimes we don't know why people, how they create their invitation list. It's just like a, a check. Like, okay, I guess, I guess that's where I fall. Yeah. You know? So I wouldn't say they don't like you, but I think you have to ask yourself, like, is it important for you to have mutual mutuality in a friendship like Mm -hmm. is it important for you to if you invite them for them to also invite you and if that's something that's important to you number one you can have a conversation with them about it that's awkward like it's gonna be awkward or you can just be like because i because i think in the person's uh, question they say it's awkward for them not to invite them yeah places but i mean that if the person is not inviting you you have the choice because obviously it's not awkward for them because they're not inviting you Mm -hmm. and this is also has happened multiple times yeah i kind of feel at that point it's just like yeah either have a conversation or decide what you deem as comfortable for you yeah it's like why is it awkward for you to um not invite them to your thing but it's 
perfectly okay for them not to invite you to theirs. Yeah. For several years, you're not invited to their birthday party. It makes, it, if anything, you should reflect back and think like, um, I guess, what do they value in the friends that they are invite in friendship that they're inviting specific people to their birthday parties every year and are they big parties or are they intimate parties yeah because if it's so big things. parties and you're not in it all right you, you know just jump yeah. out but if it's intimate ones then you then you have to think about what what about it is like what about it with their friends are you probably lacking in your relationship with them yes exactly because then that will help you i guess um it might help you just feel get closure on it or yeah. feel like a little bit of like contentment because the thing about me is i'm i think after i got i had a big wedding and this is just a, a personal thing i had a big wedding i had a big wedding wedding and i invited a lot of people and it wasn't that necessarily those people didn't invite me to their events later on. It's just that in a way, me inviting them to my wedding was an open invitation for us to either further our relationship um, or con like further our relationship or start a relationship mm. um, to grow into it. And I don't feel like that was reciprocated in the sense of like but i also think i didn't communicate that mm. so if i invited someone and i expected it to be a deeper relationship yeah, and it exactly. fell off i can't blame them that's also my fault because yeah. i didn't communicate that yeah. I you know you but put it on the invitation like this is an invitation for us to also grow our friendship yeah this means that i want you in my life after yeah. like i didn't say that yeah. so of course if it wasn't if that didn't like translate i'm not mad at that yeah. Yeah. but i do think like um I think it's one of those things like you it, like it, I'm not I think because I understand that it wasn't very clear that I'm OK. But mm -hmm. if this is someone that you consider your friend and this has happened multiple times, yeah. I kind of feel like a conversation for is sure. Probably, definitely. Like, definitely asking them like, you know, oh, I, I saw you celebrated this. Congratulations or happy birthday, whatever. Yeah. Um, in so many ways why wasn't i invited or like yeah. or like i would have loved to celebrate yeah, with you that's yeah. perfect you know <laughs> or or just have that what we call awkward conversation of where are we like yeah. what are we mm -hmm. like what, what kind of friendship do we have and how can we build on that if you want to build a relationship with them it can't be just i want to go to your party you come to mine exactly it's that, not just party party like, party yeah we mutually understand that we're party friends i mean if you guys mutually understand that then by all means That's be inviting okay. each other yeah but if you want it to be a little deeper and to be reciprocated then a conversation is going to be need to have but yeah. not so much i guess and i guess in the conversation is where you'll gauge like do they like you do they value you do they see you yeah. as more than a high and by type of person um, yeah so and i take invitations very seriously because this is also this could have happened but i'm not sh too sure like if i've invited you to like three events and you don't come to two out of three i'm not inviting you to the fourth i'm so sorry that i don't know that just might be me mm. but i'm not gonna keep inviting you for you to decline mm. and if it's like something came up or this or that like 
obviously to me, I take that as I'm not a priority because I can see in a sense, like if like, I truly believe people make time for what they want to make time for. So if there is a, there, if there has been a situation where maybe this person and this friend has invited you to like the small things like, Hey, let's hang out or Hey, let's do that. And it's a constant maybe decline and then when it comes to the birthday parties it's like girl I've been trying to invite you out to like hang out or I've been trying to call you but you haven't answered but now you when it comes to my birthday party you know it could also be like that type of situation behind closed doors Mm -hmm. um so I definitely think that's something to check out because no one likes that feeling because honestly even me like if someone has invited me to, to somewhere and I think this probably happened with one or two friends and I've declined like a few times I definitely understand if they don't invite me again Mm -hmm. you know so I think it's for me to have that awkward conversation like hey you know I was in a season where I couldn't really show up for you in the way that you needed and I definitely apologize um but I do want to celebrate with you so if you would extend the invitation to me again I won't take it for granted you know I think it's awkward but yeah it's worth saying if it's important that's just grown people conversation yeah it is awkward but it's just like it's just a part of like growing up and having those important conversations because yeah. you can't read people's minds you anymore. Can't. Yeah. It's hard. Anymore. <laughs> you can never read people's minds. So yeah. Right. The next one. What are your opinions on a friend that has shown themselves to be unreliable? We kind of talked about this just now. They are a good friend, but they keep over promising and under delivering. And it's hurtful to keep having the conversations surrounding this with them. A friend that over promises and under delivers. Let's put some things to that. What does that look like? Yeah. Like, let's say like, I don't know. What would that look like? Um, I'm going to help you move. Yeah. I'm going to help you unpack. And then. They don't. The, the time comes. Oh, I'm busy. Or maybe. Because hmm, I feel like I kind of experience this sometimes. Um. I think that that's a big thing. Yeah. Moving and they're not helping you. Yeah. <laughs> and they say like, oh, I'm going to help you. And then they don't show up. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just in, in helping you, period, and not showing up when when they said that they were going to help. Yeah. I definitely think that is, this all boils down to having a conversation. <laughs> like, it's I what? feel like having a conversation. Yeah, like, it does. It's like one of those things where it's like, dang. If they've shown themselves to be unreliable to you, and I think this is important. I think not all friends are, not every friend is your everything friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Like if a friend has shown themselves to be unreliable, but maybe you say you like having them around, it's just like, okay, I'm going to put you in the category of the friend that I like having around, but you're not the friend that I rely on. Yeah. You know, you're not the friend that I'm going to jump and have a business with. You're not the friend that, you know, I'm going to uh, like count on in that way. And they, if you, if you verbalize that to them, this might hurt their feelings, but and you, so I don't think you necessarily have to say like, Hey, you're in the category of friends that are unreliable. I don't think you have to say that, but I think you could just like, know, like, what to ask that friend yeah. and how to move with that friend. Yeah. Then yeah, I I think in my in situations where I've dealt with unreliable I wouldn't call them unreliable friends, but there's been times where they've said mm-hmm. that they were going to do something and then they don't. Even as small as um I'm going to come over or let's hang out. Yeah. And then the day comes, the hour comes and nothing Mm, that makes me feel yeah. like they're unreliable. Yeah. Or if 
yeah, if we say we're going to go to this place and then it's like a, it's like if I'm going on a, I'm planning a date with somebody and you don't hear from them leading up to the date. What do you do? You cut them off. Yeah, like we're not going nowhere. Like, right, like okay, that's over with. Like yeah. you wasn't planning, or I'm not gonna go on a date with them anymore. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's dealing with unreliable friends is <coughs> very. It's 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 triggering because then mm-hmm. you you're like okay that was the first time next time and then they do it again and then they do it again it's it's like do I even need to have this conversation or yeah are they even acknowledging that they're not being reliable that they're saying they're going to do this and they're not or even in the in the aspect of over promising and un- under delivering maybe they're delivering but not at the level of expectation that you that they've they've said that or they promised even yeah, yeah or you've expected to mm-hmm. then it, it gets it gets real difficult and then it, depending on the years of friendship that you've had with them at that at, at that point you just gotta if if that i think it, reliability mat- matters to everyone so mm-hmm. you can't say if that matters to you then yeah like, i think reliability is like important. A, it's important it's very key in a, in a in a legit friendship so if that's not happening then find another friend no seriously <laughs> and it also matters on the category of friend like if that is your best friend mm-hmm. that's something that you have to talk about yeah. if that's your work friend maybe and there's other types of friends that are not as committed or not as serious maybe you don't have to have a conversation but i definitely think besties you're gonna have to you're gonna have to talk through yeah. that at some point yeah. yeah and it and i'm even reading back it says they are a good friend mm. they're a good friend but they're unreliable then how are they then what are they over promising like okay they are a good friend but they keep over promising and under delivering like i want to know if it's materialistically if it's with their time Mm. or if it's with their emotions like because that it it, that it can take go in any direction with that for sure like for example if it's like emotionally over promising like in the sense of i'm gonna be there for you i'm gonna call you i'm here to support you and they're not there uh, that's a little bit yeah. like I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's, that's a good friend. That's I don't know if that's a good friend. Yeah. yeah. And then if it's like materialistically, it's kind of like, but why? If it's if they're over promising, maybe to give you something, which is okay. But like then at the same time as that friend, why do you expect that? Like, yeah. What aspect? Like I don't know. I think there's one of those things. Like we would need more information yeah. in order to really understand it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Question dilemma number three. It says, I have a friend who makes significantly more than me. Oof. I guess this is financially. Yeah. Stark income disparity causes minor frictions when it comes to spending time together. For example, every time we want to hang out, they insist on doing a fancy dinner or generally the more expensive option. To add to that, they're never really down to do something casual, even when I say I don't have it. What's your suggestion for navigating this friendship? Dang. Money. Money be. Finances and friendship. Yeah. Finances be a stressor for real. Like. That's weird though. Like they are never down to do something casual. And then when you suggest it, they say no. Huh? I I guess it depends on what level of casual is it. No, but like that's what I'm trying to say. Like if it's like let's hang out and just come over to the house or they're not down to do something like that. Yeah. That's, that's a bit much. But if, what if this person is like, 
you know wants to do like the cheap the cheapest like not even like you know hanging out in the house but like real cheap type stuff yeah. that's like no, yeah I, i'm literally that's literally not my lifestyle yeah you know? no no i definitely think there's a balance <laughs> like i think with any friendship there's times to like just catch up and hang out mm-hmm. and in those catch up hang out type of like times you could do that at the house you can do that like you know yeah. on a walk you can do that on the phone that's mm-hmm. chill but if there's time there's also an aspect of friendship which involves like experiencing things together so if our experiences together are limited like financially I could definitely see like how that could be a burden like honestly I'm not even gonna lie like that's why people are like travel with people who have the same type of spending budget as yes, you yes, if you yes, don't want to yes. fight on a girl's trip don't go on a girl's trip yeah and then somebody wants to do five-star hotel and someone is like i don't care where i stay lay my head i could do a hostel Mm-mm. you need to know Mm-mm. how you guys exactly. spend money and exactly. what is valuable yeah. like that's not going to work yeah. so i think even when you take the trip like the travel the girl's trip out of it like i think it also exp- it goes down to experiences yeah. like hang out do those experiences with people who want to spend that type of money with you or who don't want to spend that money with you but honestly it's hard when you have a friend who constantly highlights like the budget option do you be annoyed i'd be annoyed i'd be annoyed i'd be annoyed annoyed too Uh, (laughs) but it's like because because you know you don't hang out often like especially if it's a group thing it's like we don't even do this often (laughs) And Why you we want to go to Fridays? Like no, <laughs> like always suggested the cheaper options. Like get out, like, <laughs> like stop. I'm, like, so, I'm sorry, but you know it. If I mean, if you want to invite them to the house, it's like I'll cook for you, or like we can eat in, like you know stuff like that. But if you're always suggesting like the level three or the level one, and it's even suggesting the level three, yeah, you're like no, no, no. We need to do the like even cheaper than that it's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i think i definitely think it has to be a balance like if you guys are like and maybe it's a conversation that you have i don't know there's so many aspects to this but if there's maybe it's a conversation that you have in advance so that maybe you can plan your finances but i do think a large part of friendship is having experiences with people like even for example if someone has and and you don't want to be labeled as the person who constantly is wanting the cheaper option because unfortunately people are going to start spending your pockets for you. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, Hey, don't even invite that person Mm -hmm. because they can't afford it. Or like they have, somebody has a destination wedding. It's like, and before you even submit your RCP, they're like, I know you can't make it. Like you don't even want people to start doing that. Like, so I I mean, yes, that I don't think people should do that, but unfortunately I've seen that done. Like I've seen people start to like, I know you don't have it or I know you can't afford to be in my wedding because it's too expensive. I know you can't do this. I know you can't do like, Mm -hmm. no, like I definitely think it's like plan ahead as much as you can Mm -hmm. but if that friend does not want to do anything chill that's also something like I don't know what's going on with that friend I definitely think there's different types of hangouts like if we're just catching up we could catch up at the house we could cook a meal we can do something together but if we want to experience something let's let's save up and let's like you know see how we can like pull it together you know because because then it's like for this person I want to encourage them if it seems like I don't I'm assuming here, but if you never go on a fancy treat yourself, I'm just saying treat yourself at least just try 
to at least maybe budget for it Mm -hmm. especially if you want this friendship i think it it goes both ways like if you guys are planning ahead hey i want to go like we should try this spot that is a little bit pricey budget for it yeah and then the next outing or the next activity can be something that's more chill yeah y'all need to find that compromise if y'all want to stay friends no seriously so try the finer things in life yeah because you can't knock the friend for Mm -hmm. liking to experience expensive things but if the friend only wants to experience um expensive things and is not willing to like accommodate that's that's an issue but definitely i think there's a compromise like but it seems like the person is also compromising in the sense like they are doing the fancy things but the other friend is not willing to compromise and at that point Mm -hmm. you need to have a conversation like hey don't even say like you make more than me that's weird don't say that because but be like hey like you know because of my financial goals and like the other commitments that i have in my life i'm only able to um afford like you know you could give a price range like the mid-end hangouts Mm -hmm. three times a year so because i can afford it three times a year due to my financial goals Mm -hmm. when can we plan it out you know like i feel like that's intentional absolutely be understanding yeah they should absolutely be understanding goodbye yeah i feel like for me um when i've been through financial hardships i lived a yolo lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) i said well look the money will come back money will come back people are definitely more financially responsible and and it's not even being just being financially responsible it's like i literally cannot pay for this yeah even if i did be like okay yolo it like i literally cannot afford this Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I, I understand, you know, where you're coming from in terms of just not wanting to always be doing the fancy things. There's yeah. some people who even they live they live this lifestyle of just just indulgence, like overindulgence and, and spending more than they they probably earn and stuff. So yeah. I understand not wanting to fall into that trap, but enjoy once in a while. Yeah, sure. definitely enjoy once in a while, but don't overextend yourself yeah but i have i too have lived a very yolo lifestyle yeah. sometimes yeah I'm like i'm gonna I'm figure it yeah. out i'm gonna be there the sound we caught up eventually yeah so. it'll catch up <laughs> like i'm living my best i'm living in my best days LOL. yeah um so this question is should your friends tell their partners your business and i want to also add on to this like what do you do if your friend is a gossip so number one should your friend should your friends tell their partner your business how do you feel okay so me being the single person Mm -hmm. in majority of my friend groups i understand from like like my friends who are married that like my business will eventually get to like their their partners their their spouse um and so i know what i want to share with them and what i don't want to i guess i don't know if i really limit myself in that way but i really do not like when it feels like they were pillow talking yeah when how do you how do you define pillow talking um let me see an example like if you're sharing with your partner something that's like it just feels like it should just be between us. Yeah. Like, um, prob- like something that like, 
like you just know that they didn't even ask yeah like you like he like if it's if it's a girlfriend like if you're my girlfriend and your husband your partner says like you just know that they're not the type of person to really ask that and you just are sharing oh toyin did this or toyin is i don't know like oh toyin see like not even like uh it's like you're you're sharing this but you're you're sharing also your opinion about something that i did Mm -hmm. or something that i'm doing and then you guys are now talking about that friend yeah i definitely think that's awkward and i kind of feel like even as like a as like a woman this sounds this might be however it sounds i kind of feel like you know what like why am i even telling him that yeah like it doesn't even make sense Mm. like and then it's also awkward because you're giving them an image or giving them something or a perception that they won't understand the full picture Mm. i feel like when you are when you travail in friendship with someone we've seen through seasons if i tell them toyin did this sometimes sam can see it maybe from that perspective and only that perspective versus me i've seen you like the i like i not that not that i only know you but i know a good amount of you mm-hmm. where it's like i understand like i can understand something from different levels mm-hmm. versus if you tell your partner they might not understand yeah. it from that level and yeah. they'd be like yeah and i'm like sometimes it's like you it's, you know like you just know yeah. how to share certain yeah. things and i feel like even from a married perspective, it's not expected. Like I know there's certain things that I don't know from every friend and from every friend, from every mentee. Cause I feel like people know, like, I feel like there's a certain understanding, like, yes, between married people, people share certain things, but it's different when you're seen as someone who just shares information. Yeah. That's different. Like, you know, so such and such today. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think it goes into like, how do you handle it if you feel like your friends are gossip? Like they are constantly coming coming to you with people's information. And though they they promise that they're not sharing your information, it just be like, but why do you notice about yeah. this? And and they notice everything on social media mm. and they notice all of these little things and, and they're who always broke up. sharing it. They just they're just sharing it. It's like I didn't even ask for this information. Yeah. Like how do yeah. you how do you deal with that? Um, on one end I feel like I've been that person yeah. who has um just shared stuff Mm -hmm. and it's same and it's probably and i feel like usually that happens when i don't know how else to relate to someone yeah like i when you don't have much else to talk about you're gonna gossip you're just gonna talk about everybody else and every other thing and just be sharing news and stuff and it's like oh my gosh updates like a scripture or something like there's something in idle idle words mm. something something go ahead okay we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll look it up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and and then i once i started like actually building relationships with people like meaningful relationships then that stuff is like why are we talking about it like it yeah. doesn't matter and um so when i do experience that some people are bold enough to be like hey I'm not interested in that type of stuff or interested yeah. in knowing that. Um, me, I don't know really how I handle it. When I find myself gossiping or like sharing more than I need to share, um, I can kind of I kind of re-gauge like what how the person I'm speaking to is, is feeling mm-hmm. or like how they're like reacting. Like sometimes they're just like if they jokingly say, I don't want to know no more. 
even if they're jokingly saying that, I yeah. I, I can see like okay, like it's yeah, yeah. cross boundaries mm-hmm. now. Um, and for me, I try to you know do the same way. You don't even realize sometimes when like it's becoming like tr- like gossiping, like heavy yeah. gossiping. And I and there's some people who I who I know they cannot not gossip. Yeah, it's literally them. Yeah, like, like that are, is who they are. It's to the core of, of their. And they wouldn't see it as gossip. They don't. They, don't. Yeah. they see and it. I mean, and they will use even they even back it with their faith. Yeah. It's like I'm sorry, you are a gossiper, and yeah. I just don't hang out with them because I I know I can indulge in that. It's yeah. if you don't even like you can even just be at an event with them like that that type of person and you just be sitting there with them for a chill minute and all of a sudden you know 20 different things about someone you notice who just walked through the door who they walked through the door yes. with what they did and it's just like and, whoa and history and history and history and it's like <clears throat> and it's like why do you know that yeah why do you know that and the thing about it is like gossip is enticing it very it so, really so is. if you're not sometimes like you said like i'll be like they'll start something and i'm like i probably should not yes, know this yes. or there's no reason but it's so at that point it's now you want to know yes. because they already started it yes. and they like started a conversation yes. so i definitely feel like it's it's one of those things where you and even for me how i move with that person or if i if i have like people who move like that i'm very hesitant about what i share with them Mm. i i only and i and i do this in general i only share information with that type of like individual if i am okay with it going out Mm. like i am absolutely okay with whoever they tell whoever they finds out like i that's the only those are my stipulations for how i share information Mm -hmm. and that's okay because during when i had the miscarriage i was very sensitive about who i told because i don't know i was still dealing with it i didn't want to hear like oh girl i heard that this i did not want to hear that i feel like my rage my 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 hormones were not they were not at that level Mm -hmm. like if i would have heard that from somewhere from someone i knew that i couldn't deal with it so that's why i was very selective about who i told and then once i had processed and healed i was able to tell and share about it because at that point i'm okay with it like even if it's pillow talk with people i'm okay yeah like because that doesn't bother me so i feel like how i move with that person or that type of individual is like Mm -hmm. i'm very hesitant about what i share yeah and for me if you're pillow talking and as long as i don't know then i don't then it's yeah whatever but it's when it gets back to me that's like what are you doing like you're not supposed to be like you're supposed to be pretending that you don't know yes exactly (laughs) at least at least that's the least you could do yeah i mean there's there was a situation there's was a situation or i i mean there's probably been multiple situations but the most one that i can remember right now is like there was just a situation um where someone was speaking to me and i could just based on the way that the conversation was going it's as if like like you know me yeah and i was like hold up you share like why are you why are you sharing that like why are you why are you telling me this Mm -hmm. and it it just made me think about the only way that you can perceive this of me is no additional information yes Yes. and (laughs) in the moment in the conversation i don't think i was able to i I could tell i think i was just like oh like it just seems like yeah or it just seems like oh that's just an average thing that's that you're just probably perceiving me as like all the other like girls in general or Mm -hmm. women in general then i sat back and i was like no no that's not matching up and it's and 
it wasn't it's not that deep enough for me to be to like confront about it it's just more so like mm, like i didn't you, like that. yeah i didn't like that i didn't like how that felt because so would you move differently with them not 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 exactly because yeah. it, and because in that situation it wasn't even so it was it was the whole th- situation was just perceiving me mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a specific thing that i that i did mm-hmm. it's just this perception that you have of me yeah which was so weird because it's like based off of this thing that you see now you're just came up with this whole world or whole thing and i was like that's that's weird but it's not it wasn't it's it's i don't know i'm not i'm not even i wish i was the type of person to be like i didn't like how that felt and you know move different it is what it is type thing for me unfortunately (laughs) not for me <laughs> not for me yeah i would be like i did not like that mm. i i'm letting you know like i will move differently mm. and not saying like it's a, as a punishment but i might not tell them i'll move differently i'll probably just say just like i didn't like that oh, okay. yeah I, I would say i didn't like how that was handled and internally i will move differently mm. but i'm not going to tell them that because that sounds like a lashing like yeah because you did that i'm gonna move differently right. no i'm not gonna do that yeah. but like i am definitely gonna I'm gonna count my cost yeah. and look at it a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 rough, man. Yeah, it's rough out here. Very rough. <laughs> this one's a long one. You probably okay. Yeah. Next dilemma. <clears throat> it says I met a guy about a year ago who I've been interested in ever since. I prayed to God about him and felt like I received confirmation that there is more to develop in our relationship. I then started praying for confirmation on that confirmation. And felt like I wasn't getting the strong, undeniable sign I wanted. In my time with God, he also revealed to me that he was not going to give me details about when, how things would unfold. And that there are other things for me to focus on in this time before God makes the situation more clear. The problem is patience and uncertainty are a struggle for me. And post-grad life has been kind of lonely, boring, lonely slash boring, sorry. With nothing to look forward to and a few people to talk to, it's been hard to be present in this season. What does TLDR mean? Too long, don't read. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Is that the same? Yeah, too okay. long. Basically, it's a summarized version of the previous. Oh, well, I just too read Too long, it. don't read. I'm in a waiting season looking for clarity from God that won't come until it's time. And I need help trying to be more present and at peace in the uncertainty. <sighs> What do you say, Twin? I met a guy about a year ago who I've been interested in ever since. Okay, number one. You've been interested in this guy. You've been interested in the guy. And we're we're reading this late. So at this point, maybe two years. I'm so sorry. But this is the thing about confirmation and things like that. If a guy hasn't told you or expressed in, not not even, let me not even say expressed interest. If a guy hasn't told you with his mouth that he is pursuing you or interested in you, don't wait on him. Mm. I know that sounds like not in the sense of like don't wait on him in the sense of like putting him in your heart as your husband. Yeah. You can continue to live your life and pray for confirmation. But as soon as you place this man in your heart as your husband, 
I think that's where it gets a little dicey because he could, he has no idea, number one. Mm. Number two, he could very well be in a relationship as you're praying for him. He is, he could like be praying about someone else or he could on the off chance be praying for you. Mm. I mean, like he maybe has, likes you as well. But that fourth option, sis, it doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen too often. Unfortunately, people get heartbroken. I think when they're waiting and they place a guy in their heart as yeah. like their husband. Yes. And then let's say they do something you don't like or I mean, something so minor. All of a sudden your mood is shifting and just you're just starting to feel icky and like jealous and just all these other emotions start rising up. It's not, it's really, it's not worth it. I've been through it. <laughs> I've been through it. And Listen. just, just, I can, I can speak on my situation because this happens often. often. Like often. this is a very often thing. This is a yeah. thing where, you know, you're writing in your journal, you're praying about them. You're really feeling like this is it, but you're not getting, you're getting like these little you feel like you're getting these little confirmations but it's not that's not that's not confirming much yeah it's very small like it's like mustard tea mustard seed type faith thing yeah (laughs) and it can very much be become nothing and for me um there's there's just so many like advice online about like um either how to get a man or how to know he's the one type thing um one of them was like if you like give god a password and um if and then i don't even know where the password even like if the word pops up somewhere then that's the one i don't know where, what i don't know i was this so confused yeah it's new it's pretty new for me it was numbers like mm. If I would see this number, for some people it could be like oh, a, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah for yeah, some yeah. people it could be like a, a specific car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, not saying this is how you. This was your confirmation, but like for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was numbers. And I saw one. The first time I saw, I saw this number, and even the the the, the words after the number, it said something like um like basically like god it said like this is confirm like this is confirmation type thing and, mm. numbers, and i was like oh, that's it that's mm-hmm. it and i literally i i, I mm. believed it i held on to it and, and i would see the number pop up often but it's not like numbers are so common really? like, yeah you can even set an alarm on your phone for i want this number <laughs> yeah to, to pop up yeah, yeah for the time so um i i really believed it and then i don't know eventually it became nothing came of it mm. um either that or just i i don't know i just realized like even if this was it this is what i want yeah yeah so um when you're so fixated on the conf- this confirmation that you think you had or this conf- com- or wanting a confirmation on it that's all you're seeing instead of focusing on other potentials or other things that you should be focusing on yeah and that's kind of what happened to me i just lost lost sight of everything else and was just focused on that one thing and um that's you know back to what i said earlier that's when you get jealous of like the little things like even them expressing interest in someone else you're like (laughs) how dare you whoa (laughs) excuse me yeah. Based on the confirmation mm-hmm. I received this day, you're <laughs> mine. <laughs> Not you're mine. <laughs> so what are you doing? Like, yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. happening? So Yeah, and I definitely think confirmation comes into place 
when when the connection has already been established or made because then once the connection has been established this is my belief system this is how i lead my life once the connection has already been made you're praying god you know confirm this like like confirm that this is who i'm supposed to be with mm. you're asking for confirmation for a connection that has not even been made mm. that's that's very different but they met. you know they met but that doesn't mean like they are like connected yeah. in that way. It could be like, hey, I met you at like a party. <laughs> I saw you and now you're my husband. Oh my gosh, you know, we don't yes, know what yes. what that means. So I definitely feel like you have to like tread lightly with that. Mm-hmm. I do think like um, so as even someone who is married, when you have those confirmations, like, for example, I have when when I when me and Sam met. I then prayed like, God, show me and, and, you know, confirm that this is the person I'm supposed to be with. You know, I have, I had that journey. There are things that I remember distinctly that God showed me that I still can like, you know, hold on to and hold back onto. But at the end of the day, the reason why I chose Sam was simply because I made the choice. Like it is the choice that I've made and I have I have peace about that choice. Mm-hmm. That's the, those are the two things. Those are the two aspects. You make a choice because you're going to constantly make that choice every day, just like you die to yourself every day. You carry your cross every day. Like it's the choice that I made and I have peace about yeah. this choice. Yeah. That those are the two things, you know, because God is the one who gives you peace about a decision mm-hmm. that you make. That's what you need. The confirmation is like, great. I saw his toe in my dream. What does that do for me? Yeah. Like, uh, unless that adds to the peace that God has already given me, Mm-hmm. like it's really what is the purpose of it Man. so i definitely think like signs have a place but they don't they don't replace you know having like a, a relationship with god and having peace when god is leading you in a in a, in a direction yes i've had yeah. m- i've had i won't say many dreams but i have dr- i've had dreams <laughs> <laughs> and they led to nothing again yeah so i was like Sorry, my dreams cannot be my confirmation, unfortunately. No, legit. And then even on top of that, if you if you rely so heavily on co- confirmation in whatever way, like signs, words, whatever, you'll be you'll be asking God for confirmation until the you get to the altar. Yeah. Even beyond, you know, the the I guess when you get engaged or whatever, you're still like God just double checking, like this is the confirmation or you're that's one side or the other side of it You'll believe everything is a confirmation. Yep. You'll start saying that. Um, you'll start forcing things to be a conf- confirmation. That's not even a confirmation. It's just natural progression of whatever yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. is. Like I said, you can you can easily set an alarm. I want twelve twenty to show up. And, and then as soon as it shows up, it's like, like yep, that, that's, that's my it, confirmation. That's it. That's it. And that's yeah. confirmation bias. You're looking for. You're looking for god to confirm something that you already believe mm-hmm. so there's no room for him to tell you yeah, even no like yeah. it's like oh it has to be it yeah you know so i definitely feel like it's one of those things like i think when the connection is made that's when you pray for confirmation versus like there is no connection you just saw this person randomly and you believe that they're your husband i do i have heard stories like that mm-hmm. so i'm not denying that that can't happen mm-hmm. but i do feel like in order to protect your heart and guard your heart like you're meant to it's better not to like place that person in your heart as like, this is my husband. Yeah. Yeah. And let that man come to you. Yes. Essentially. Let him come to you. Yeah. I, I, how, I mean, I guess this is something we could talk about another time, but like when I hear 
Con- I receive confirmation. Like what? Like what is confirmation? Like what does that mean? What does confirm receiving confirmation mean? What does that look like? Yeah, I just uh, don't be understanding. I that. definitely think that's a. I think it's like confirmation is like a a sign. Okay. Like I received a sign that confirms that this is the direction that I'm supposed to go in. Mm. Like for example, I one thing about my just not does not you not even about relationships. One thing that I always tell God is that I always tell God that I want him to make my my next path obvious to me when I'm supposed to make that step. It, it's a weird way to, to word it, but basically it's like, I know that I'm supposed to do something because he makes it blatantly obvious that this is the only direction that I can go in. Mm-hmm. For example, when I switched my major from uh, genetics to food uh, um, nutrition, I don't know. It's just like, it was like, okay, I I feel confirmed in my spirit that this is what I'm supposed to do because he laid it out for me. Mm. It like, it kind of, not that it dropped in my lap, but the path appeared for me in a way for me to, to journey down that pathway. Um, So I feel like that's, that's a way that I, that's one of the ways where I've, my relationship with God has unfolded and that's how it kind of like that's the journey that I that I'm taking. So when it comes to like relationships, when people are praying for conf- confirmation, they're praying for like God to speak to speak to them through a sign of some sort that they've already I don't know established with God. With okay. God. Um, so either through a dream and stuff like that. Like we can go through confirmations. Like I've had confirmations, mm-hmm. but again, it's kind of like the confirmation should be adding to you having peace about the situation Mm. or it's like, okay, like for example, someone confirming, like, is this the person for me? Do our purposes align? And if it's like, he's in tech and you're a dancer, maybe not so much, you know, like, so I think that's another, I think we can, there's so many, so people define it very differently. Yeah. I, um, and the, I feel like the piece that you're probably talking about is not like a piece that's like, like, not making it seem like it's I think from like how I understand peace is not always like that feeling of like who saw but like it's like this is what God wants for me yes it's not gonna be like it's not what it's not always what you want as well or like this is a perfect like feeling yeah it's peace is like a different type of yeah it's like not really something that I can explain but it's not like this feeling of like okay like it's gonna be all like happiness yeah it's not even like it can be like god you feel like god wants you to do something that like you ne- you don't necessarily want to do but you, but know you this have is that what you do. yeah you know yeah. that's what you should do and you have peace about that decision not about how it you don't have that peace feeling yes exactly exactly i didn't feel saw when i was about to say yes to being in a relationship with him i was nervous yeah. i was shaky i was i was like even asking him like what does this mean yeah. am i does that mean i'm about to get me i was like am ner- i ready i was you know? so nervous yeah. but i had peace that this is w- this is where i was supposed yes. to be yes. so yeah exactly that okay. yeah yeah i feel like for me when i be asking god stuff i begin immediate no and it's so <laughs> crazy because people be like god doesn't say no he says yes or not yet i be like god should I do this? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, dang. I was like, God, are you ever going to say yes? No time. Are you ever going to tell me yes? That is and, hilarious. And I'd be, be like, and then I'd be looking, I'd be like, no, God never says no. He says yes or not yet. And so this like, no, no is not from God, but it ends up not being yeah. what I should do. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of my life in general has always, has been make a decision 
and you guide me through the rest. Yeah. And so I, if I'm always sitting on my hands and waiting and waiting and waiting for a confirmation, um, but like this person said, they wanted an undeniable like, like confirmation, confirmation, like feeling. Um, for me, if, if I'm always just sitting and waiting, besides relationship, but if I'm always just sitting and waiting before I take action, I'm, I'm going to be sitting forever yeah, because God was like, well, we, we still going to be sitting here. <laughs> yeah. We need to, we need to continue to move along. So for this person, continue to move along. Don't yeah. just be holding on to this, this, this person and this confirmation. Um, but just keep, keep, keep moving. moving yeah. Yeah. And God is going to meet you yeah. on your journey. All yeah. right, y'all. That was our dilemmas. Yes, Conti- I love that. Yes, continue sending them in on our Instagram page. We have the link. We also have it on our website, the show notes, YouTube, all that. So, all the things. Yes. Thanks, y'all. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.